I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to 2024. It has arrived. We are here. It's a new year, but it's the same you, right? It's the same us. But today I want to talk about how we can cultivate a growth mindset in this new year because there's so much pressure put on us to evolve, to change, and seemingly do so overnight. I'm all about evolution as a human being and growth and development and becoming a better version of myself and leaning into my purpose, my passion, and my why. But there are some ways we can do so that sets ourselves up for success. So I want to share a little story and then I want to give you five ways in which I feel we can cultivate a growth mindset in this new year so that we set ourselves up for a process, for a mindset that allows us to achieve all of the goals that we want to achieve in this new year, because it's going to be a great one. And I cannot wait to see all of the wonderful things that you guys do in creating the vision for your life. So this is me sharing a little story from when I was younger. What is one new thing you learned today. This was the question I was asked on an almost daily basis growing up and going to my mom's office after school. Her coworker would greet me with this question. Some days I enjoyed our routine and others, I struggled to come up with a response. I venture to say that more often than not, I struggled to come up with a response. But the idea that he was purporting I found out when I asked him out of annoyance and frustration on one of the days when I was struggling to find a response to his question was simple. If you're not learning, then you're not growing. His advice has stuck with me. And 35 years later, I still think back on those moments and how it completely changed my perspective on being able to provide an answer to his daily question. At eight years of age, he was challenging me to live in a growth mindset kind of way. And the irony is that he had less than a high school education. Yet he knew that in order to grow and improve ourselves, we must never stop learning. Cultivating a growth mindset is something that can benefit us greatly in the way we live our lives. While there are people who can more easily adapt, change their attitude and perspective to life without many obstacles, a growth mindset involves adopting an approach to embracing challenges. It values effort. It seeks to learn and understand, and it sees failures as an opportunity for learning and improvement. Here are my five ways or five tips that I want to offer up in case they're helpful to you over the course of this next year to cultivate a growth mindset that will help propel you forward to achieving the goals that have been placed on your heart and that you so badly want to achieve. 
it is possible. And I'm so excited to share these with you. Number one, embrace challenges. View challenges as your opportunity to learn and grow. Build new skills that will enhance and elevate your way of thinking and provide you with additional experiences that create a dynamic life. When we embrace challenges, we say we're open to learning through them. They're not always going to be easy, but the outcome is to be celebrated. And oftentimes it's enjoyed a lot more because we know the challenges that we had to overcome to get there. Here's my growth tip. Step out of your comfort zone on a more consistent basis. Stop living a life of fear. I had the opportunity last year to meet and connect with author Dia Bondi. She wrote a book. We'll tag it in the show notes, but, and I'd love to have her on the podcast in this new year, but it's called Ask Like an Auctioneer where she coined the phrase stepping out of your Zofo, which is your zone of freaking out. So whenever you're faced with challenges or a need for something in your life or your business, or just because you want to push yourself to better understand who you are and what you're all about. When we ask for what we want, even if it scares us, we are proving we have what it takes to challenge ourselves and cultivate a growth mindset. What are some ways in 2024 that you're going to step outside of your comfort zone, get into your zone of freaking out and ask for what you want, seek what you want, go make happen what you want. And here's a journal prompt for you as well. Write about a time when you did step out of your comfort zone and you decided you were going to challenge your fears and your natural inclinations. How did it make you feel? What were the aspects of breaking out of your comfort zone that helped you learn more about yourself and what you're capable of accomplishing? What would you do differently, if anything, next time? Number two, reframe feedback as a positive. Growing up in corporate, you're always taught, oh, feedback is such a gift. Treat it as the gift that it is. Yes, but no one likes to be told they're doing something incorrectly or the wrong way or... I like this, but however, when viewed as constructive, as opposed to critical feedback can provide helpful insights that we can use as tools and we can use them in our arsenal for success. It is the power to transform our mindset around development in both the personal and professional aspects of our life. We need to be seeking feedback from our partners, from our spouses, from our friends. Am I a good friend? Do I listen? How can I get better? How can I be better for myself so that I can be better for other people? We also have to give that internal feedback too. We know when we're slacking and lacking in our personal life. Last year, I talked about trusting yourself, looking in the mirror and every day telling yourself the things that you want to affirm in your life. But it starts with trusting yourself. You know when you're breaking those promises to yourself that you made. So provide yourself that feedback as well. Seek it out from others. And I'll say this, do it purposefully. Seek advice where the advice is actually placed in the proper medium, the proper situation. I'm not going to go seek feedback or advice from someone who doesn't do what I do because they've never been in my position. They don't know what it is that I'm doing. So seek it in the right way. So the growth tip is just that, ask for feedback. 
actively seek it from others, whether it is a coworker, a spouse, or a friend. Doing so can identify or highlight areas for opportunity or improvement in the workplace and in your personal relationships. If you're able to ask for feedback, it demonstrates that you have the capacity to learn and grow. Organizational psychologist Adam Grant does discuss this in his book, Give and Take, and how givers who give of their time and of their feedback, of their energy, of their effort, of all of that, they just live a more fruitful and a more meaningful life. Journal prompt. Reflect on a time when you asked for feedback, received it, and it helped propel you forward to greater success. We've all had those moments. Could have been a tough love moment. Could have been a, I need you to step it up moment. Here's my feedback on this. Had you been more prepared, you would have been more dynamic, more dynamite. You would have crushed it. Instead, eh, you were so-so. So next time, be prepared. Be more dynamic. Show up ready to crush it. And you will. Seek that advice with the journal prompt. Reflect on a time when you asked for feedback, received it, and it did propel you forward for greater success. If you haven't asked for feedback, then write from the perspective of wanting to do so. Addressing all of your fears around asking for feedback, the thoughts that might go through your head during that process, the feelings, the actions that you would take based on that feedback and then decide what the results are going to be as an outcome of the feedback that you receive. Walk yourself through that process. Sometimes when we write it out, when we put it on paper, it helps us to better visualize what that's gonna look like in real life and real time. Number three, value, effort, and persistence. I say this often, but I'm gonna repeat it as we're at the beginning of the year and everyone's going to go full force through all of their goals. <laughs> Let me remind you, 92% of people fail at their New Year's resolutions. 62% give up in their first month. There is something to be said for the value of effort and persistence, for going the distance, for sticking with it. Because only 8% of people will see through their New Year's resolutions to fruition. This is why vehemently against New Year's resolutions, because we make all of these goals and we try to accomplish all of them within such a condensed and short amount of time. And then we base our worth, our effort, our value, everything on the fact that we either did or didn't complete them within a month's time. There's very little in my life that's not task oriented that I can complete in a month's time. Big projects, working with clients. It's why I work with them for three months at a time because there's not a lot that I can get done in a month with them. It's consistency. It's building the value of effort and persistence. Celebrate your small wins along the way to success, not just the results that you achieve when hitting or reaching the goal. Another reason why we give up on New Year's resolutions. By focusing on the process, consistency, and effort that you put into a task rather than solely on the outcome, it becomes easier for you to recognize and celebrate your hard work. Guys, if you have done any work with me at all, you know there are two questions in my planning questions. It's a big, long list of them that I focus on. What is the number one goal that you want to accomplish this year? Everyone's got it. Think about that goal. What is the number one goal that you want to accomplish in 2024? Write it down. Do that dang goal. Make it happen this year. Use this as your opportunity to do it. 
but value the effort and the persistence that it's going to take to get there. Set systems in place that will provide success for you and create a process that you can actually commit to and show up for yourself every day. Celebrating the small wins along the way. Because that's the next question that I always focus on. How are you going to celebrate your small wins? Are you going to get to the end of each week and participate in my Friday five and spend five minutes journaling on all of the wins and the small successes that got you to that day and that moment? Are you going to reward yourself with a glass of wine, a movie with friends, whatever it's 30 minutes alone in a padded room, whatever. How are you going to celebrate those small wins? Defining and outlining those has a huge impact on our overall mentality, our emotional attachment to the goals that we want to achieve. It provides such insight, valuable insight into how we operate. We are after all human. So positive reinforcement, whether we give it to ourselves or someone else does still works in the same way. So create moments where you can celebrate your wins and be truly proud of the effort and the work that you're putting in. So I've probably already gone through my growth tip (laughs) throughout this, but I'm going to read it anyway. So push through. This is the growth tip. Push through even in times of difficulty, setbacks, rejection, and even failure, because each of these teaches us something that we can learn from. Spend time understanding how you can learn from these moments so that you can bounce back and refine your approach. The times that I have failed, been rejected, been told no, every single one has created an opportunity for me to get better, to enhance, elevate, and level up how I approach my life, how I approach the next client, the next potential client, the next ask. So I view success as the sum of all of my failures because that's what got me there. That's what propelled me and pushed me forward. One of the best resources on this topic of effort, persistence, pushing through is Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable by Tim Grover. It's a phenomenal book. If you are on one of my teams in corporate, you read that book. I do love it. It's great. The journal prompt. Describe a time when you persevered through setbacks and overcame struggles and obstacles along the way to achieve something you had been working towards. Spend time reminding yourself of how far you have come and all of the things you've done along the way. If you're going to do the work to get to know yourself this year, then do the work to acknowledge all of the things that you're doing that is getting you there. Okay. Number four, be curious, cultivate curiosity in your daily life. Just like my mom's coworker did for me, we all must develop a love for learning if we're going to grow. So be curious. Cultivating a genuine interest and expanding your knowledge and skills increases your capability of being able to redirect, to pivot, and adapt when needed. These are huge benefits of a growth mindset. So my growth tip is to ask questions and seek to understand different perspectives and approaches to living day-to-day tasks and functions, as well as other people's opinions and ideas. Why did they think the way that they think? 
Last year, I wrote a, a post. I had a really insightful conversation with a, a friend of a friend of mine. Well, actually, we're besties now. It's just, and we were talking about the work that he does as a psychologist, as a therapist. And what I love is that we get to evolve. Like the root of what we were discussing was that we get to evolve. We get to learn more. We get to grow. We get to change our minds about things. We get that opportunity because we're given the opportunity to live this life. So we got to make the most of it. We've got to make the most of this life. Be curious. Always ask questions, which then led me to one of my favorite scenes in Ted Lasso. And if you haven't watched that, get Apple TV just for that show. It's incredible. I consider myself a female Ted Lasso. I do love him. And I know it's a fictional character, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I love that show. Put that on your binge watch list for 2024. Doing this can foster a deeper understanding for and enjoyment of learning, which in turn aids us in becoming more well-rounded individuals. A fun read and a solid resource on this growth tip is further explored and addressed in The Power of Why by Amanda Lang. All right. So my journal prompt, write three questions that you've always wanted to know the answer to. Go out and seek them. <laughs> Here's the caveat from conversations you have not from an online search. Don't go Google the questions you want the answers to. Go out and seek it in the conversations you're having with people, with real people. This helps cultivate our communication skills, our interpersonal relationship skills, and it creates a lasting memory for us of that conversation as opposed to simply looking it up. So many of our synapses and our chemicals in our brains are going to work for us when we have face-to-face -face conversations. It's why those conversations are so vital and important to our existence. We need each other. We need the human connection. So take the opportunity to not just cultivate curiosity and be curious, but get to know people in the process. I think you're going to find that you might like them and you're going to get the answers to your question or questions. The fifth one, and maybe one of the most important, especially as we head into a new year, practice positive self-talk. We all have moments when our negative self-talk creeps in and creates such a loud noise in our head and takes up unwanted space. We have to acknowledge it, but we also have to stay aware and vigilant at combating this whenever it begins to happen. Whenever it starts to creep in, that's your checkpoint to say, mm, 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 mm. let's do that checkup from the neck up and really get aligned with what we know to be true. When you catch yourself thinking this way in terms of limitations, imposter syndrome, or confidence degradation, challenge those thoughts, reframe them in a growth-oriented way by reminding yourself of everything you've done to get where you are currently. We owe it to ourselves to not listen to that narrative. We do just get one life. So if we constantly play into the negative self-talk, the doubt, the disbelief, the I can'ts, I don't think I can, you know, I'm capable. It takes over our entire mental capacity and we leave no room for nothing else, for anything else. So really practice positive self-talk in this next year. Here's a growth tip 
It also aligns with some other things I've suggested over the course of the podcast. Use affirmations. Write down the positive affirmations you want to be present in your life on a daily basis. On a post-it note, my post-it note method and strategy, right? And put it on your mirror. Read them daily. If you're just now listening to this podcast for the first time, I will preface how powerful a post-it note is because my three goals when I was in the third grade, which were to graduate college, become Miss Kentucky, and then become a United States Senator, were transferred from a piece of paper that my teacher had given us to write down the three things we wanted to do or accomplish or achieve. At my mom's office, probably on one of the days that I was asked, what did you learn today? What is something new you learned today? They were transferred onto a post-it note. That post-it note would be rewritten multiple times throughout my life from that point on over the next 10 years of my life until I was a senior in high school heading off to college. I did not take the post-it note with me. I kind of started to treat it a little bit like my blankie, like my comfort, my comfort security blanket, because that was my North Star. I thought about those three goals often. And what was I doing along the way to get there? The journey was long from the time I was eight. College was a far, far away dream destination, but I kept it at the forefront of my mind and made it a focus, made it something that I paid attention to daily because it was on that post-it note. So when I went off to college, I created new goals centered around achieving that degree. Furthermore, I wanted to become Miss Kentucky wanted to be Miss America, wanted to get that opportunity. So I also had that in the forefront of my brain the entire time as I'm growing up, as I'm building skills, as I'm leaning into theater and the arts and writing and reading and and learning as much as I possibly can, not just about pageantry, but about life in general to make me a more well-rounded human being. I ended up majoring in political science with a double major in vocal performance and then added a triple in psychology And it gave me the opportunity to focus on things that I knew I'd been working towards since I was eight. I might not every single day have been driving the bus to college, but I knew where I was headed. And so it shaped some of the decisions I made. It shaped some of the choices I made. It helped me align my goals with the people that I hung out with and that I chose to spend my time with. So there's so much direction and redirection that can be given and provided just simply by writing our goals down and less than 3% of Americans do so. So putting three things, affirmations, goals, whatever it may be on your mirror, on a post-it note, and every day waking up and seeing that is incredibly powerful. So that's my growth tip. Now I have no means, no desire to become a United States Senator, although I was a political science major. I did intern in DC when I was in college and I've worked with the US House of Representatives on a couple of occasions. So that's fantastic. But I have no no future plans or goals at all to run for office. So I say that because our goals can change. We've been talking about how we get to evolve. We get to change our minds. We get the ability to grow and develop and become new people all in an effort to guide us towards the best version of ourself. We're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna fail. We're gonna say things we wish we had never said. We're gonna do things we wish we'd never done, but we get to wake up 
the next day. We get to decide that day that we can shift and pivot and change. And then we get to go out and make it happen. We get to evolve, but it starts with the story and the narrative that we tell ourselves that we are good enough, that we deserve that, that we have every right to change who we are and to become a better person. We have to own that. We have to trust ourselves. And that's where it starts is through positive self-talk. So my resource for this is a little on the, the spiritual side. It's called Get Out of Your Own Head by Jenny Allen, but she addresses the toxicity that can wreak havoc on our lives when we placate to our negative thoughts. So if that's something you also are wanting to lean into this year, I suggest you check out that resource. It is a phenomenal one. And like I said, it does lean a little spiritual and faith-based and talks about our relationship with God and, and how we view that and how we can untangle some of the toxic lies and, and scripts and narratives that we tell ourselves. So in 2024, let's get out of our head, our own head and get into the work that we want to create and tell ourselves every day that we're worth it, that our value is that we're here and we're enough. Okay. Journal prompt. Take stock of all of your accomplishments. Take stock of the way in which you've changed and evolved and grown and developed into a person that you're proud of. Write about the courage, the moxie, and the mindset you've already had to have in order to be where you are today. Acknowledge how far you've come because that's a great way to combat negative self-talk when it starts to creep in. Remind yourself of the warrior, of the amazing woman or man or kid that you are, the amazing person that you're becoming along this path to creating the vision for your life. Cultivating a growth mindset is an ongoing process. We are a work in progress. We are a daily work in progress that involves conscious effort and self-reflection because cultivating this mindset is a learned behavior. This isn't something that is innate. Like I said, some people, yes, can manage different well or better. They can adapt more quickly. They're more flexible. They're more malleable. They trust themselves a little bit more. They had to learn that. They had to build that up. We talk about resiliency last year, flexing that muscle. It's the same thing, flexing that mindset muscle, that positive self-talk, being curious, embracing challenges, valuing effort and persistence. All of these are muscles that we're building. By incorporating these aspects of building a growth mindset and the foundation of a growth mindset into your daily life, you can foster an approach to living that thrives on challenges and sees continuous improvement as a lifelong journey. As I said, somewhere in all of this, we get one life to live. So I want to create the vision for my life every single day to wake up with joy and excitement and passion in my heart and in my head for what it is that I get to do every single day, which is constantly striving to become a better version of myself, acknowledging that I'm going to have moments when I completely fail, that I don't live up to what it is I'm working to achieve. And that's okay. I'm going to acknowledge it and move on because tomorrow is a new day and I get to become a better version of myself along this path of life and creating the vision for the life that I want to live. So welcome to 2024 visionaries. I am excited to bring you along this journey this year. And my hope 
is that we continue to grow together, that we learn and evolve, and that we take the time to do the work to lean into becoming the best version of who we know we can be. I'm so glad you're here. Happy 2024. Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, keep creating the vision for your life.